Hey, Mama, we are part two of my interview with Cheyenne Clayman, host of Mom Nation podcast. She shares her story about love beyond language barriers. On Raising Her Confidently, we provide ways for you, Mama, to create open communication with your teen girl. You're going to want to listen to this. Figuring out how to talk to your teen when you literally cannot listen to Cheyenne's story. Hey, before we do that, are you looking for a community of moms in the same season? Well, I have one for you. Come join us and check us out at linktree forward slash Jeannie Baldomero. That's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash Jeannie Baldomero. We'll see you there. Hey, Mama. Welcome to Raising Her Confidently. Do you want to have open communication with your teen daughter? Do you find yourself constantly thinking about how to talk to your teen or why your girl is not opening up to you? Do you wake up with confident intentions only to feel confused and frustrated when all you get are one-word answers from your daughter again? Hey, I'm Jeannie. I too was a mom raising young teens. I too felt grieved by the loss of my sweet, talkative little girl. I wanted her to come to me about anything, even if she was scared, and listen to my advice. But I kept thinking, she won't listen to me, and I don't know how to approach her until I found tools to create open communication. In this podcast, you will find how to connect and talk to your team and create a safe space for her to go to so that you will have that close relationship you dreamed of. Go grab your glass of Merlot and throw off those fuzzy slippers and let's dig in together. I love that. I love everything you're saying about opportunities to teach me because you know, it's true. There are some things, and I have to tell you that I don't know what's trendy. I don't know what's going on in, in the world of high school and middle school, but my daughter sure does. And to be able to learn about what's what her interests are and get curious about that um, kind of helps me. So my daughter, she's allowed to be on TikTok. We've gone through all the safety measures. She's 16 years old. You know, eventually she's going to have to learn how to navigate through things that are around, right? And so there there was one summer, which was last summer, she's a dancer as well. And so she likes following along the TikTok reels and what the trendy dances are. Literally, that's what we did was we made dances. Like she was so excited to teach me because one, I don't dance. You can talk to my husband. He'll be like, she has, she can't dance. But two, I wanted to learn. I mean, it's not my interest. It's her interest, but I wanted to learn. And we had so much fun with it. So I understand, like, even if it's something you not necessarily enjoy, but they definitely do, it's an opportunity to one, connect and two, allow her to teach you because what a better way for you to get some insight on what she's really thinking without actually having to drill her, you know, it just comes out. Right. No. I have to say that I think on behalf of everyone listening to this episode, I would love for you to put links to those videos (laughs) um, in the show notes, because I'm now like, I'm trying to visualize this and I want to see it. Like I want to see it. So please do that for all of us. Um, But something else that I wanted to comment on that you said was we're kind of piggybacking off of each other, but was like showing your interest in something that she's interested in. And I love that you did that with dancing and even something that say you're bad at, like, like being okay with being bad at something and allowing your kid to help you with that. And I would challenge every mama listening to even, you know, go for those things that scare you. And what I mean by that are maybe even the things that you're conflicted about, 
um, as a parent, because I know so much of moms, um, because I also talk with moms, right? Like I, with my podcast, it's geared towards moms of littles, but some of these moms are, they have teenagers and littles, you know, they're kind of doing it all over again. Right. So some of the moms I, I talk to or, or that are also in my private Facebook community, you know, they share, they're like, well, we fight over this and we have this argument. I think a lot of moms, you can all probably imagine right now, you could list one or two or three arguments that you keep having, that you keep doing. And um, an example of mine is to stay curious and ask questions about those things. Cause it's so easy for us to like jump on something and freak out and think, oh my God, no, 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 no. Like my daughter cannot be believing this. She cannot be thinking this. No, no, no. Oh my gosh, society. I want to homeschool her and move to the middle of the country. And you know, I'm not going to lie. I've had those thoughts, but that's not going to serve and help your daughter. And that's not going to serve and help your relationship. And just from an example uh, from my own life, you know, um, so over time, my bonus daughter has learned English and I've learned Dutch. So it's kind of funny to this day, we still speak each other's languages to each other. So when we're out in public, it's kind of funny because I'm speaking mostly English to her and she's speaking Dutch. She does. She still does not speak English. She doesn't feel comfortable enough with it yet, but she understands it almost too much. Like it's one of those, my husband and I can't have private conversations in front of her anymore. Right. <laughs> she understands so much. So over time, by the time she was like 11, 12, she was really starting to be able to understand me. And there was this p- time where she really started to get into, um, like, uh, uh, um, how do you say that, uh, Aristology and the stars and believing in the signs. And she came home one day saying she was going to start praying to this moon goddess. Hmm. And I had like every trigger go up in my mind, like, oh my gosh. And oh, and she, she had this um, book she brought home from a friend. Um, that was about witchcraft. And of course my mom gut is like, oh my gosh, this is not good. I've got these flashing lights. Like I instantly felt trapped too, because I'm like, how do I communicate that without language? Like, how do I, even with language, how do you talk to your kid about that? But what I did is I went in more and I allowed her to explain it to me. Like I allowed her to talk to me about these things. I asked what questions I knew and just showed her, like, instead of immediately coming down on her, I showed her like, Hey, I see you're into this. Explain this to me a little bit more. I don't understand. Um, what is, what is this look like to you? And then of course, like over time, funny enough, she ended up dropping that because teens, you know, right. They, they don't grow like this. They grow like this as we right. all Up do and down. as adults. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And so I just want to give comfort to moms out there that there will be things that your kids will be super into and, and so believing in, and it could just be a season. And most of the time it is, you know, and, and I think we want to protect our relationship that you have during those seasons, because more than likely your daughter will grow out of it. But who are you going to be to her when she comes out of that? Or how is she going to feel about communicating and connecting with you through that? Because I could have very quickly like slammed down on that and been like, that's not allowed in our house. And you know, you're, you can't believe this and you're going to be forcibly coming to church with us. And believe me, I had a lot of those feelings, but I had to submit it to the Lord. You know, I knew that showing this interest, at least just creating conversation, creating conversation, right. Creating those opportunities. Um, she then talked to the both of us a little bit more and more. And every time there was times where the biggest conversation and communication I had to have was with God. 
yep. and not her yep. and trusting him that he would communicate to her, even though she does not communicate with him or she doesn't necessarily acknowledge his existence yet. Um, and then eventually she, she gave it up. And then there's some things that I still don't agree with that she still hasn't. And so it's like that ebb and flow. And again, I just wanted to encourage the moms listening that, um, you know, again, like growth, even in ourselves and our teen daughters, again, is not linear. It's, it's up and down, it's in and around and just focusing on if you can be that steady ground, if you can be that rock, um, in her life that she knows she can come back to, um, that is going to be, I think one of the best things that you can do to encourage connection and communication in your relationship. Oh, yes. I totally agree 100% about the relationship over being right. Right. Mm. And, and because this is a, we know this is a season of them exploring. It's an explorative season for them. Yeah. Wondering where they fit. How do they fit in this world? Um, and what's coming at them and just understanding and learning. It's a process, right. right? For themselves. How does this fit for me? How does this fit for me? And yes. I have to say, I've been guilty of like spazzing out on something that I've seen <laughs> and it's a growing process. And I'm sure moms on here have probably been like, oh yeah, I kind of blew it on that one. And that is okay. Because again, just as they're learning, we're learning too. Our kids don't come with a handbook. I mean, if, if we could be told like exactly per child, now this is per child, how they're going to grow up, what choices they're going to make, then I think life would be a lot easier, but it's just not like that. Right. And this is where our faith and um, prayer, lots of prayer comes into play when we're raising our teens, especially our teen girls. I love everything you said about, you know, how do we handle situations that we are actually, it's almost like a side or like red flags. Like how do we handle that when our expectations of how we expect them to grow, don't meet them right. And what, and through their actions. And, and honestly, it's like, if we know that they're changing and that this is a temporary season, right. Cause we know that the things that we believed in when we were in a young teenager, that doesn't necessarily mean I believe in them now, believe me, I probably wouldn't be here sitting in, in front of this podcast if I did <laughs> that they too will get through it. And it's really how we help guide them through that too, without, um, there's this fine line between judgment and, and guiding them. So I love that you brought that point up too, Cheyenne. Okay. So we're coming to the end. I know that when you first married your husband, she was nine years old. How old is she now? She is 14 and a half. 14 and a half. Oh my gosh. You're almost through. I always say once they hit 16, it's almost like, whoo, we're good. <laughs> I know we're, we're good. How would you say, you know, if you, the mom listening to this podcast right now, and that really resonates with your story, what one piece of advice would you give them? You gave so many great um, tips here of how to connect, but one, what's one piece of advice or encouragement that you can give mom listening to us right now? No, thank you. You know, I would say first and foremost, you know, Jeannie, you said this too, is prayer. And I know it's something that can so be easily so said, but truly like there is this connection and this communication issue that you may struggle with or feel with your teen daughter, that there's only so much you can do. There's only so much you can control. 
right? You know, I like to look at and think about um, something I work with moms of littles, but this is also great for moms of teens to think about your life as a boat and you are this person in the boat and your boat's taking on water. And, you know, instead of what so many of us moms do, trying to put out the fires or literally get the water out of our boat and we're working so hard and maybe you're trying to like, oh, my daughter is making this decision. She's getting these grades and oh my gosh, um, you know, I uh, don't like this person she's talking to or making friends with, or, oh my gosh, she's got this boyfriend I don't like, or she's listening to this music and we can try and be so overwhelmed and focusing on all these little things we're trying to get out instead of focusing on the root, the root cause or the root of who your daughter is, you know, and you know, how I help mamas is I help them go and figure out like, what are your drainers? What are your holes in your boat? Like, let's go there first. Like, let's go to the center. And I think the same thing can be said, even when looking at your daughter, like, um, look at her, um, her core and who she is and never forget that she is that sweet little baby that you either gave birth to or that little girl that you fostered and adopted or adopted or however you became a mom. Um, just like I really believe that my mom had started when I became her, her bonus mom. You know, she was the best training for me and the best gift to me. I feel like truly like I got a two for one deal and, and she really, um, my husband says all the time that he, uh, he is half the, he is the man he is today because of his daughter. And so, you know, I would say continually go to God with your daughter, continue to trust him, allow him to guide her in ways that you cannot. And that's okay. That should be the biggest sense of relief is that, you know, I'll never forget when I became a mom in the first six months, I really finally, for the first time, understood God as a father. For the first time ever, it was like, I knew he was God the father, but I being not a parent myself, I couldn't quite understand that. And so I'd, I'd encourage you moms, if you've never thought of that before, or if you want to do a deep dive with the Lord, you know, um, open your Bible and just even go to the references and see about God the father and see his you know, we're made in his image. So it's like, see his tendency, what he does, you know, see how he treats us as children and never forget that um, we can fail. As Jeannie said earlier, right? We're going to make mistakes and we're going to fail and that's okay. It's more about how you react, excuse me, how you respond to those failures and your child's failures too, because she is also going to fail. And the best gift that you could give her is in that is not reacting, but responding, responding to her in love and um, never forgetting. I, I learned this just this week that we can look at these little women we're raising and some of them are literally bigger than us. Uh, something I haven't mentioned yet, but I, I'm five foot seven. So I'm not short compared to American standards, but my, my bonus daughter is 14 and she is six foot tall. So she... She's very tall. So that's the other funny thing is I became her stepmom, you know, uh, basically I moved in with, you know, my husband and her when she was 10, but she was only shorter than me for like two years. So, <laughs> um, so it's funny um, how you, you know, you just see these little girls become little women and, and sometimes they can speak so fast and so cleverly and our circles around us. And we can feel like we need to try to keep up, but I think our, our real goal is to stay present, just stay present with her and allow her to see 
yes, that mom makes mistakes too, that mom is not perfect. And the goal is that you just, you learn from them together, you know, come together and admit your failures to her. Cause you know, our kids, um, you know, we don't want, we, we, at least for me, I don't want my kids to put me on a pedestal. I don't want them to see that, um, I was perfect. I want them to see that I was humble and that I was, uh, real with them and it gives them permission to be real too. And you'll see this, you know, this, this softening between the two of you over time. Um, if you just continue to be present and allow, um, that connection to happen organically and never forget that, um, no matter how big your girl grows, she still needs you. Even when she doesn't say it, she, uh, still loves you even when she doesn't show it. And, uh, you know, even when they don't want it, I also say, you know, try to sneak a hug in there every once in a while because <laughs> they may act too cool or like they don't like it, but you are their mom and you're the only one that they get and never forget that you're irreplaceable. And eventually someday your little women will be full grown women. And then you get to move on to that next stage in their life and you can look back and reflect on what you had together. I love that. Everything you've said, everything you said to, to our mamas listening. Thank you so much. I, I believe that this will give some hope and reassurance that for moms who are digging through the trenches and trying to figure out a way to connect with their daughter. Um, gosh, Cheyenne, you're, I mean, if anyone can tell you how to connect with your daughter without using language, I mean, this is awesome. I love Love everything you've you've given us. You've given us so much um, juicy information. I mean, let me go back and and just recap what you've said. I mean, from the beginning of this interview, you know, focus on the similarities over the differences. Uh, simply enjoy the time together, being present and intentional with that. Find opportunities for, or just allow opportunities for your daughter to teach you, and stay curious staying curious without judgment and staying curious without having to feel like you need to react. Right. Boom. Wow. Did I say all that? Cause I I need to uh, retake (laughs) notes. Like I'm going to listen to this podcast ladies, because I'm telling you, like, I need that too. I need that too. We always need the reminder, which is why we have this podcast because you know, when I'm talking, sometimes I'm like, am I talking to myself? (laughs) So, uh, so often I will uh, speak on my podcast or, you know, mom is listening. I'll have an, I'll be in a conversation with another mom who I think really needs me, or she has expressed that she needs me. And then I'll be like, where did that come from? Like when I'm talking, cause I'm like, that was right here. That, that bullseye, like, thank you, Jesus. Like, okay. That was not there three seconds ago. That was to me. So there you go. So I'm happy that we have this on, on recording. And I love that women can go and like binge, you know, binge through your episodes and can subscribe and make sure that they keep getting episodes like this, because there will be times that maybe we need to come back to these things. Maybe you're in a really high season right now and things are great with you and your daughter, but there could also be low seasons. Right. And so it's for all the seasons and Jeannie, I just want to thank you for offering a platform for these conversations because they are so needed. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's a, it's something that's near and dear to my heart based on my own personal growing up and my relationship with, with my mom. And I think teen season is always going to happen regardless of whether you're the mom or the daughter, um, you know, and this is definitely needed. I, and I am so happy that you decided to come and share your story because again, we all have different, different dynamics of families, right? But we all, when we're raising our daughter, we all come, come with that common sense, the common uh, mutual 
desire to have a great relationship with them, right? Coming out of it, coming out of it, especially. Uh, so Cheyenne, where can moms find you? All right. So I'm going to give you guys my address so you can fly over to Europe and come visit me. <laughs> um, I would actually love that. My One of my favorite things ever is to host. Um, so I will share with you guys at least where you can find me, hopefully to be the hostess with the mostest. I love to treat every mom that comes and finds me online um, like you're in my home, like you are um, someone that's here and welcome. I hope you would feel that warm hug uh, when you come into my communities and my groups. And you can find, uh, first and foremost, my podcast is Mom Nation, and you can actually find it on anywhere you get your major uh, podcast. Um, you can also find, I had mentioned before that I do have a Facebook group, mostly for moms of littles. But again, um, even if you have teenagers or school-age children or anything in between, or if you know a mom of a little who really needs that connection and that support, you can find my free Facebook group at momnationcommunity.com. And if you are on social and you like yourself a little bit of Instagram, um, I am at my name, Cheyenne Clayman, that's C-H-E-Y-A-N-N-E, Clayman, C-L-E-Y-M-A-N. And, and I do even have a TikTok. I don't use it much, but I'm totally going to see if I have any TikTok dances that I can uh, rival here with Jeannie um, because that is just too good, too good not to share. But yeah, those are those are my links. And I would just love and be honored to have you uh, guys come connect with me, open up, share with me your own stories. And, and I am here for you. I, I'm in it. And so I'm with it. Like I'm in it with you ladies. And so let's, let's do this together. You have a safe space here with Jeannie and I. Oh, I love it. And if you missed that, just because you happen to be driving, I will have all this information in the podcast notes. So you can find her there. So don't worry about that. I love you. I love you, Cheyenne. I will see you in a few because again, we have this sisterhood of podcasters um, connecting. So Thank you so much for having it, for being on and for listening, um, mamas, to Cheyenne and her story. Thank you so much. I say love you guys. Love you, Jeannie. Love you. <laughs> hey, friend, if this podcast inspired you or encouraged you or helped you in any way, I'd love for you to share it. You can screenshot this episode and share it in your stories on social media or text it to a friend who can use the support. It's the best way you can thank me. I want to let other mamas know they are not alone. I'd love to stay connected with you. You can find me on Instagram at Jeannie Baldomero or join my free mom support community at linktree backslash Jeannie Baldomero. Until next time, live full of grace, Jeannie.